Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Hey, ladies. Welcome back to another episode. It is your girl, Lauren Huber, registered dietitian. And today we are talking about reverse dieting and I got to come clean. I've gotten so many questions about reverse dieting where it just reached this point. I was like, we need to have an episode talking about the 411, the absolute basics, setting the record straight. What is reverse dieting? Who is it for? Do you need a reverse diet? And truly, is this even based on science? So we are getting down and dirty talking about all things reverse dieting, who it's for, so you can understand, do you need a reverse diet? Is it something you have to care about? And equip you with all the information you need to know about it so you can maintain your results. So back in early, sometime in early December, maybe late November, I posted a whole set of stories on Instagram. I think in first responding to one like direct message I got from you guys about reverse dieting. And I basically shared how reverse dieting is absolutely a thing. I set the record straight. But I talked about how most women, especially when they're first beginning their journey, like most women don't need a reverse diet. Most women haven't damaged their metabolisms because most women can't actually follow a restrictive plan for a long enough amount of time. That would actually change your metabolic rate in a very, very significant way. And it really got the wheels turning because I got so many messages from you guys that were about trainers putting you on plans and reverse dieting and just so many questions, which really sparked this entire conversation. So first and foremost, let's talk about what reverse dieting is. And full disclosure, I have used reverse dieting with clients and it, it absolutely makes sense, but it, it isn't something, as you will see, that you need to do right away when you're beginning your journey, especially if your diet is a hot mess express. So first and foremost, Reverse dieting is really a strategic way of eating, similar to a calorie deficit, right? When we're trying to eat less than what we burn, it's a strategic way of eating that involves gradually increasing the amount of calories, aka fuel and food that you're eating over a set amount of weeks and months which will, one, allow you to eat more food, two, allow you to eat more calories, get more nutrition that you might have been lacking in your diet, and three, ultimately strategically eat more food so you can increase your metabolism at its core. And when I say increase your metabolism, this means bringing your metabolic rate back up closer to where your maintenance should be. And what that means is as you lose weight, as you're in a deficit, you're inevitably going to change your metabolism. Now, some of that is not bad. When you are embarking on a 50-pound weight loss journey, that version of you that's 50 pounds heavier has more energy that you have to consume on average to maintain that weight versus the 50 pounds lighter version of you. And yeah, maybe you lost fat and gained muscle, but you have literally more mass on your body. And to get to the place that you were at, you had to overfeed yourself. You you fed yourself more calories than what it took to maintain your weight to put on that 50 pounds. So, so when we talk about metabolism, it's important to remember that metabolism is relative to what you've been fueling your body with. Yes, your some of it is going to be genetic based and based on 
various factors like your height, your weight, your muscle mass, and you know, those things go into it, but your metabolism is something fluid. It always is changing. So we do our best to estimate it, but ultimately the true way to know your real metabolic rate is seeing, okay, with the energy you're putting in, if we can track that not obsessively, right? But to a T to really understand what we're putting in, which is what dietitians like myself, like this is what I specialize in. I can assess your metabolism without actually having you do like a metabolic test by the foods that you're eating, everything you're recalling to me in a counseling session with how you eat and exercise, relationship to food, all of these different factors. But regardless, reverse dieting is to increase your metabolic rate by strategically adding back calories to help you get closer to what your true maintenance roughly should be around. Because what is a consequence, not negative necessarily, but what is a consequence of dieting and manipulating your weight in any way is as you lose weight, Yes, you have less mass, which is going to impact your metabolic rate, but how you go about dieting and how restrictive you are, and even just the amount of weight you've lost is going to impact what your new maintenance is. And that is what ultimately actually leads to plateaus. A plateau is when you have suppressed or dropped your metabolism over time because it takes less energy and what was a deficit for you before is no longer. So say you start your journey and 1800 calories is a deficit. Eventually you will get to the place if you never stop where 1800, your body is going to begin having adaptive responses that are completely normal in dieting as a result of you underfeeding it. And actually the, the same as vice versa. When you overfeed yourself, these same things happen. Your body responds because you have to understand your body wants to maintain itself in homeostasis. That's homeostasis is basically a scientific word we use for just maintaining normalcy. So whether it's losing weight or gaining weight, um, a significant portion, right? Not just like one pound or two pounds, but even, you know, five pounds that adds up over time, five each year, that becomes 20 pounds over four years. You know, these changes in our composition eventually level out and change out. But regardless, reverse dieting is really used for increasing that metabolic rate. But I'd also argue reverse dieting is used for other reasons as well. In addition to boosting your metabolic rate, reverse dieting is used to combat a lot of the adaptive responses your body has when dieting. So similar to what I explained, as you lose weight and you're in a deficit, not only does your BMR decline, but specifically, there are certain responses your body has that leads to that overall metabolic rate decline. Because what's really important to understand is there isn't like a clock or an engine just like programmed in our bodies that says, oh, you know, you have less food, like automatically just put it down. Like there are hormonal responses and all of the factors, which are very many, we're going to talk about a few of them on the show, but as we get into the science of human physiology and anatomy, as it relates to metabolism, there are many factors and many, many processes in our body that go into our metabolic rate and even our basal metabolic rate, which is the biggest, almost 70% on average of our total daily energy expenditure comes through that BMR piece. So, so one of the things is your digestion actually slows down. And your body becomes more efficient at extracting that nutrition to use it as fuel, as energy really quickly. Um, and that's what also leads alongside hormonal changes. We have a drive in hunger. Our hunger hormone increases when we're in a deficit, which is why it can be so hard to even stay in a deficit in the first place. Totally different conversation, but our hormones change. Our digestion slows down. We become more efficient at using food for fuel because our body wants to keep that muscle mass. We want to keep that body weight. We don't really want to see that weight loss change. 
And that's an evolutionary benefit our bodies have had to help us survive and evolve into the species that we are. Uh, But specifically, what's also interesting is exercise becomes more difficult. We burn less calories through activity. Once again, we become more efficient because our body is like, hey, you know, we, we don't have a lot of fuel and energy. We need to become more efficient because we don't have that fuel and energy to drive it. And as a result of that, we also have less energy available during physical activity. So exercise becomes more difficult. Um, A lot of time when we see with people who are very fit and active, you're not going to get as many PRs. You're going to have a more difficult time going to the gym the longer you are in a sustained and especially bigger deficit. I think of these like bodybuilding athletes. Um, And what's really interesting is NEAT, which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. I know back in the day, you know, a few years ago, I've even kind of explained NEAT as like going on a planned walk. Well, the thing with NEAT is I want to go back and and correct myself a little bit because NEAT isn't purposeful activity. You can't really in like a scientific setting control NEAT. Planning a walk, that's going to be more planned exercise because you're consciously doing it. NEAT is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. We call it neat because it sounds way better than that fancy complicated word. But it basically is the the non-purposeful movement that you do without even realizing it. And because of that, what's what's really freaking cool in science is we see your meat actually begins to drop. So, you know, hand gesture, shaking your leg. I think of things like restless leg syndrome, which isn't, you know, associated with meat. I don't want you guys to think that, but you know, movements that you really can't control. Um, we we see that people who typically have higher meats, they, they begin to have lower meat um, response when it comes to dieting and when they're in a deficit. And that's part of that adaptive response your body is doing even subconsciously without your awareness to protect itself, aka protect it from losing weight. Because losing weight evolutionary wise meant that we were suppressing our metabolism. We didn't have access to food and we were on the verge of death. And on that note, two other things I want to mention is reverse dieting is really awesome for the mental aspect of dieting, what leads to burnout and feeling restricted. And of course, we try to approach dieting, quote unquote, which I know I don't usually use that word, but a a purposeful caloric restriction, caloric deficit to be able to lose weight, aka step one of TSN, you know, has to happen for fat loss to occur. You know, we approach it a fun and flexible way, which is, you know, a total side note, but that's why a lot of my clientele never need to, you know, go on a purposeful reverse diet because they're so flexible. They take breaks along the way and they're not in this intense eight week cut like you see these bodybuilders do online which have obviously massive effects on their metabolism where they have to go through reverse diet and potentially gain a little bit of weight in reverse diet because they've been so restrictive. Whereas, you know, we take a little bit of a different approach over here because we want to also end that cycle of dieting, which is completely unrelated to the weight loss diet that you are on right now. We want to end that cycle of yo-yo dieting on and off a plan, never really finding a rhythm and sustainable way of eating. But this is why giving yourself a strategic break can be really awesome. And that's what people do with a reverse diet where they're trying to get back to maintenance after really a lot of restriction. Um, But also I want to mention, you know, reverse dieting and this, the segues and really who this is for is really, really used, obviously, in the bodybuilding community. I'm sure you've seen bodybuilders and fitness professionals post about it online. However, reverse dieting is a really helpful strategy to help you build muscle. If you have a goal to build muscle, after you've lost a significant portion of weight, it's going to be really hard as you, you know, 
are eating less fuel than maybe where we want your metabolic rate to be at. And reverse dieting is really awesome to help you break through plateaus in the gym, have more fuel as energy, um, crush your workouts because you know ultimately if you are under fueling in the gym and your metabolism isn't quite where we want it to be at and operating efficiently, it's going to be very difficult and sometimes impossible for people to put on the lead mass um, that they want, especially if you are genetically predisposed to having a more difficult time to put on muscle mass, even with all of your nutrition ducks in a row. Okay, now that you know what reverse dieting is, though, we have to talk about really who this is for. So you kind of get a gist of who this is for. But, you know, ultimately, reverse dieting is for someone very specific, who has been on a very restrictive dieting program, for a sustained period amount of time. I am not talking about most of my clientele that has tried 1200 calories, they lost weight, but then it didn't work and they gained that weight back. That wasn't just because of what is really important that I think, you know, I wanna call out the, the whole fitness industry. I think they're not explaining this well to normal people like you and myself. You know, if you've yo-yo dieted, so often we blame our metabolism when in reality, it also, like you can't talk about all of this without behavior change and sustainability and your habits. Like oftentimes it isn't, oh, you've slowed down your metabolic rate. That's why you've gained weight back. In fact, it, it's oftentimes because what you were doing, you were never going to stick to it. So you just yo-yoed back to your hot mess diet that you had before because you didn't actually change your identity, change how you approach food, change how you do this. So yeah, you know, I'm really blunt. A lot of people probably don't like it, but Reverse dieting isn't for everyone. In fact, most of my clientele, you know, I don't have a reverse diet program as part of, you know, what I have my clients do because the women coming to me, you don't need a reverse diet. You need to actually change your habits. And, you know, something that we are working on a really cool project on for the membership this year is all around, you know, breaking down the steps of TSN and something we just see so often with our clients, especially inside of the membership, but especially our coaching clients in 90 day fit Bay body is, you know, so often we're looking for like the number of calories and, and the perfect plan, but it's like, we need to set a really strong foundation, like tracking, whether it's a reverse diet or trying to get in a deficit with whatever goal that you have and you know, the purpose of doing it. Ultimately, you have to have really good habits. And I also like to say, when you're a beginner and you've never tracked calories, tracked macros, and like really done something for a sustained period of time, you bet your ass I would never recommend a reverse diet until you've built a foundation and you have an awareness with food. Because I have to be really blunt. You may lack some of the skills and specifically coping skills that come with a reverse diet. And of course, for the people that do need this approach to stabilize their hormones, stabilize their appetite, stabilize their metabolism, get them to a healthier place physiology-wise, it's it's not for the faint of heart. Like you are you are potentially going to shift some of your fat stores and, and gain a little bit of body fat. You are going to have to be patient with yourself. This this isn't going to just give you that quick fix of weight loss. It's really for the long game. And I'm a full advocate for reverse dieting when it's needed, but I really do believe, especially for so many women that I, I work with, like beginner weight loss, like we need to focus on building really healthy habits and creating a really strong foundation. I'm talking about adding some carbs back to your diet, eating balanced meals, focusing on fueling your body at home. A reverse diet isn't going to fix that unless you have a really strong foundation. And I'd argue most women 
when they get that really strong foundation, they can even see a little bit of weight loss, proving that it wasn't their metabolic rate slowing down. And in fact, it was really about them needing to just be more balanced and consistent with their fueling. So anyway, reverse dieting is really for someone who has actually slowed down his or her metabolic rate, has really had an adaptive response to dieting and has suppressed things over time. And now is you know dealing with other consequences of suppressing their metabolic rate over time. And I will say not a ton of people need a reverse diet, especially at the beginning of your journey. Most women actually need consistent eating habits in the first place. And diving even deeper into this, reverse dieting is effective. And if you're like wondering if you need something like this, it would be a good time to explore a reverse diet after not just losing a significant portion of weight, but feeling restrictive. If you lost that weight and like every single week you were seeing weight loss and now it feels like you're eating a very, very little amount of food. You're feeling restrictive. Um, if you're physically active at this point, if you are feeling like you're not progressing in the gym, your lifts aren't getting heavier. You're not able to actually progressively challenge yourself and you know keep up with the same intensity. And maybe you're feeling like you're actually you know hurting yourself and you're putting yourself at risk for injury. If you feel like your hunger is just like your your body's slowing down, you're feeling out of control. Maybe your menstrual cycle. Is is changing a little bit. Like those are all indications that, Hey, you know, maybe we need to reverse diet and there's something else going on here. However, for most people, you know, I would say reverse dieting is a really damaging thing to talk about with a beginner because it just further confuses them on all of the contradicting weight loss information out there. But because then women similar to my clients see, you know, these social media posts, I'm eating more food and more calories and I'm losing fat. And it's because eating more actually helps me lose weight. No, eating more can be really beneficial. I want you to eat the most amount of food to lose weight, but ultimately eating more, and it helps you eat less overall calories and your weekly averages are less than what you were having before for maintenance. That's what would cause weight loss. If you've reverse dieted, you've boosted your metabolism back up, but that in and of itself isn't going to cause weight loss because you're not in a deficit. It, it, reverse dieting is not being in a deficit. It's doing the opposite. It's, it's literally eating slightly more than what it takes to maintain your current weight and doing it strategically, slowly over a period of time with a strategic approach towards exercise and the types of foods you're eating to boost up your metabolism. It is not intended as a fat loss diet. It's a tool to help you get your metabolism to a really good place. So that's why I believe it is really damaging and counterproductive to tell women who have no experience calorie tracking, who don't really understand their metabolism in the first place, who have really chaotic eating habits or eating out and have this restricted yo-yo binge cycle. Hey, like, you know, you should reverse diet. It's like, no, like you should focus on eating healthy every single day and having balanced meals and consistent meal times and, you know, learning the basics of nutrition and then once you have that foundation, that's when we can segue into, okay, learning more about what's in your food and calories and awareness and, and really taking you through like the TSM programming of, you know, what is your deficit? What is your range? How are you going to hit that? You know, you have to have that foundation. And so, you know, I think it's just so damaging to talk to women about reverse dieting before they're ready for this conversation, because this is a highly scientific conversation. And once again, it's not for the faint of heart. And honestly, a lot of people get recommended it when they really don't need it. And lastly, something to think about too is as you lose weight, a lot of women ask me, even at the end of my 
my quote unquote journey of fat loss with TSN as we segue you into what I call being fit for life, which is, you know, you come to TSN, like most women, I want to lose weight. I care about the number on the scale. And then it evolves into, wow, I care much more about how I look and body composition. And then you reach this other phase where you're actually thinking, okay, wow, like I, yeah, you know, I've achieved my aesthetic goals, but I love how fitness and fueling my body the right way makes me feel. And then you, you know, advance onto this next level of being fit for life where, you know, this is where I'm at, where it's not about losing weight on the scale and a certain body composition, but it's about getting stronger in the gym and progressively, you know, enhancing and improving your physique. And it's not this obsessive thing that you, you know, felt so desperate at day one, but it's about being fit for life. And that's the place I want every woman to get to. And of course, day one, sometimes we're not thinking about that, right? We just care about that, losing that first five pounds and, you know, having healthy eating habits and not feeling guilty eating food and, you know, having these small wins that are incredibly important. They lay the foundation for the, the future win of being a fit babe for life, as I like to say. However, how you go about weight loss is going to impact if you ever need a reverse diet. And what I will say is for many of my clients that I've worked with over the years, I've worked with thousands of women and even myself on my own journey with how I approach coaching. We are in small deficits, not losing massive amounts of weight each week because we don't want to go back to that yo-yo diet and place that many of you guys have come from or just intense restriction that leads to you, know, you not being consistent ultimately. So because we go about this more flexibly and slowly compared to many other approaches out there, this has a lot of metabolic benefit. And in fact, because we focus on weekly averages, you are going to have maintenance weeks sprinkled in there. And I know sometimes it can be like, wow, like I want to get greedy with my progress. I want to really see fast progress. I wish I was losing two to three pounds a week, which sometimes can be way too much for some people. However, from a scientific perspective, actually, when you take these breaks, you are actually priming yourself so you don't have to go on this structured, intense reverse diet where you are adding back all these calories, potentially shifting your fat stores once again, you know, adding more body fat to your body to get your metabolism back to a place because of how you've, you've approached dieting with such intense restrictions. So that's why there's so much benefit and why I actually don't talk a lot about reverse dieting because I'm going to be blunt. My clients don't need it. I've had clients lose, you know, 50 pounds, for instance, one of my clients I've been working with for a while. And she, you know, because she was so flexible, she actually took a couple month hiatus where her weight fluctuated between like a, a three, five pound range, which is really significant for her. She's a big fluctuator and she's maintained all her progress, maintains the 50 pounds down, you know, travel, did all the things. And now we're picking back up after her you know, strategic break and the holidays and some of this stuff. And now we're getting back into that deficit. So she is living proof. Like during that time, she actually took a step back from tracking. She just focused on her healthy habits. And it was because of how we went about weight loss where she didn't just regain all this weight back. Plus like the habits actually stuck. And, and you know, something really interesting that you guys need to think of as well as how you're approaching dieting, because of course, it's not bad if you need to reverse diet. It's not a bad thing. I, I often joke when I was super restrictive in college, I forced myself into reverse dieting, not because I wanted to, but because my body was literally starving, driving itself towards eating. My hormones were, were crazy making me hungry. And you know that's what led me this intense desire to eat more. And that's why I gained a little bit of that weight back. However, the habits that you build during fat loss the, the differentiator is this. When you're in a deficit, you're not going to be in a deficit forever, right? But the habits that got you in a deficit, most of those habits, you're going to have to do for life. Like this isn't just, you know, I'll focus on having those fun foods at the end of the journey. Of course, like there are 
certain things you might have to give up on your journey really strategically to get you to your goals. But I'd say that the bulk 90 to 95% of how you lose weight, like you have to understand like, that's how you're going to keep this weight off. And you know, that's why for many women, when we go about this slower and more sustainably, I personally really see and believe you're going to have more success. And because you're patient with yourself, you're going to have a better chance at keeping this weight off because your habits are actually changing. And because you haven't crash dieted and done something so restrictive for a short period of time that does have a lot of metabolic harm. So, you know, more of the story, reverse dieting is a thing. Many women can use it and maybe will need to use it in some way, shape or form. And it can even help you for things beyond just aesthetics and fat loss. Reverse dieting can be really helpful to help you have performance gains in the gym if you're lifting weights. But moral of the story, reverse dieting is not a one-size-fits-all. Everybody needs a reverse diet. I've worked with thousands of clients as a registered dietitian, and I will tell you, not every woman needs a reverse diet, especially if you go about weight loss a more flexible way and depending on how much weight you lose. But the most important thing is if you are embarking on something like this, whether it's weight loss or reverse dieting, I just cannot stress enough working with a licensed professional who understands the human body and physiology and the mental aspect of things and having a coach you really trust is important, not just for reverse dieting, but even weight loss. Because weight loss shouldn't just be something you do, "Ah, like I just want to lose weight, like let me just restrict some calories. There are health consequences to not losing weight the right way. And there are also health consequences to, I think, aimlessly reverse dieting and also not understanding what's happening to your body. And there could be mental health consequences too. But it is true, reverse dieting is based on science.